Hello and welcome to episode 47 of Stories of Strangeness. I'm Zoe. Hi. And this is Mike. Hello. Hopefully this episode will be a little bit calmer than the previous episode because we're not boiling alive. Not quite. And losing our mind. Hmm, um, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. It's a Mike episode. It is. So, this is an episode that I almost can't believe we've not done yet, considering what it's about. Is it not butter? It's No, it's definitely not butter, and I can believe it's not butter. Excellent. Uh, and weirdly, I was talking to a colleague about the fact that we have a podcast recently, and he actually said, oh, have you done this topic? And he went, well, and I said, actually. Funnily enough, it's the next one. So here it is. So this is Dark Water, the mysterious death of Elisa Lam. Elisa Lam was a 21-year-old college student enrolled at the University of British Columbia in Canada. A Canadian of Chinese ancestry whose parents were immigrants from Hong Kong, she was also known by her Cantonese name, Lam Ho Yi. Like many students, she had designs on travelling and seeing more of the world. In mid-2010, Lam started a blog showing images of her in fashionable clothing and offered accounts of her life, inlaying her struggles with mental illness. In a post from January 2012, she told of how she had relapsed into poor mental health at the start of the school term, which had caused her to drop some classes, which in turn left her feeling, quote, so utterly directionless and lost. The post was titled, you're always haunted by the idea that you're wasting your life, which came from a quote from the Fight Club novelist Chuck Palniuk. Later, she started a new blog on Tumblr, containing similar content and containing the same quote as an epigram. Lam was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression and was on several medications, including Welbutrin, Lamotrigine, oh God, these are terrible, Quetiapine, Dexedrine Spansul, and venlafaxine. Wow. Well, you need a degree just to pronounce them. I know, right? She reportedly had issues remembering to take her bipolar meds, which had previously caused her to suffer hallucinations and hide under her bed. She had also been hospitalised for at least one of these episodes. In 2013, Lam travelled to San Diego, California, by Amtrak train to take a solo tour of the West Coast during a break from her studies. Her final destination was Santa Cruz. Her family had been wary of her travelling alone, but Lam was an independent woman and promised to check in daily. On January the 26th, she arrived in LA and two days later checked into the Cecil Hotel. Now, that's how we pronounce it. If you have a problem with us pronouncing it Cecil, not Cecil, blame the gap Old. in the Atlantic or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we pronounce it Cecil. So that's how I'm going to pronounce it. I apologise if it annoys you. The Cecil, once a quite well-renowned hotel, fell into hard times and disrepute since LA started moving its homeless population to the nearby Skid Row. The desperation of homelessness can lead people to drugs and alcohol as a way to escape from their plight, or to self-medicate for issues that they cannot receive help for. Lam initially was put into a shared room on the fifth floor, but her roommates complained of her odd behaviour. According to Amy Price, the hotel manager, Lam was leaving notes for her roommates saying things like, Go home and go away. It was reported that Lam would lock the door from inside the room and require a password to enter. Two days later, Lam was moved into a room on her own. 
Lamb also attended a taping of Conan in Burbank, but was escorted off the premises due to disruptive behaviour. On January the 31st, Lamb failed to check in. It was the day she was scheduled to leave the Cecil and LA and head to Santa Cruz. Her parents called the LAPD, who began an investigation. Hotel staff who had seen her that day had reported she had been alone. The only person outside the hotel staff who remembered seeing her was Katie Orphan, manager of the last bookstore. Katie told that Lamb was outgoing, very lively, very friendly, while buying gifts to take home to her family. Police searched the hotel as much as the law allowed, including Lamb's room and the rooftop, but dogs failed to pick up her scent. Without probable cause, however, they were unable to search every room. By February the 6th, a week after Lamb had last been sighted, the LAPD posted flyers with her image on, both in the neighbourhood and online, and alerted the media to the case. On February the 13th, with Elisa having been missing for two weeks, the LAPD released a bizarre video taken in one of the hotel's elevators. The two and a half minute long video showed Lamb alone in the elevator making some odd movements and gestures. At one point, she leaves the elevator and its doors remain open, even though she appears to have pressed every floor button. She returns while the doors remain open and then leaves again. The doors close by themselves shortly after. The video got reposted online and got millions of views, leading to mass analysation of its contents and rampant speculation. Theories include Lamb trying to get away from someone who might have been pursuing her, or that she was using party drugs such as ecstasy, or having a psychotic episode due to being off her meds. There were also claims that the video had been edited or even maliciously tampered with. The timestamp in the video was obscured, presumably by either the LAPD or the Cecil Hotel. Also, some sections appeared to have been slowed down, and there may have been as much as a minute of footage that had been removed that may have been done to protect the identity of someone who may otherwise have appeared in the video, although it is not known if this is correct, or whether the person, if they existed, was related to her disappearance or not. During the search for Elisa, other guests in the hotel began complaining of low water pressure, discoloration and an unusual taste to the water. This led to a reinvestigation of the roof space, including the water tanks housed there. On the morning of February the 19th, Santiago Lopez, a maintenance worker at the hotel, discovered Elisa's body in one of the four 1,000-gallon tanks. Lopez saw Elisa lying face up and naked in the water. Elisa's death was ruled an accidental drowning by the LA coroner's office. Clothing similar to what she had been wearing in the elevator video was also floating in the water, coated with a sand-like particulate. Her watch and room key were also present. According to the coroner, there was no evidence of physical trauma, sexual assault or suicide. Toxicology tests confirmed traces of prescription meds, plus off-the-shelf drugs such as ibuprofen. A very small amount of alcohol was found, but no other recreational drugs. It was noted, however, that the amount of prescription drugs in her system was low, possibly indicating that she was under-medicating or had recently stopped taking them. What the post-mortem evidence could not provide answers for is how Elisa got into the tank. The stairs to the roof and doors along the way are locked, with only staff having keys and passcodes. Any attempt to force the doors should have triggered an alarm. 
One theory is that Elisa used the hotel's fire escape to access the roof, bypassing the doors. The dogs lost her scent trail near a window that connected to it. A video posted online after Elisa's death showed that the roof could be accessed via the fire escape and that two of the water tanks had their lids open. Even then, the tanks are four foot by eight foot and propped up on concrete blocks. Hotel staff had to use a ladder to inspect them. Santiago Lopez, who found the body, stated that the lid was open when he found her, showing that either the lid was already open to the elements, or else Elisa did not attempt to close it behind her once inside, which would have proved difficult. There are many lingering questions about the case. The autopsy report appears to be incomplete and does not record what the results of the rape kit and fingernail kit were, or even if they were processed at all. Some people say that although there was no sign of party drugs on the tox screen, they could have broken down in the time that Elisa was in the tank, or that she took a combination of rare cocktail of drugs that wouldn't be detected by a normal screen. It was noted that there was a subcutaneous pooling of blood in Lamb's anal area, which some suggest is evidence of sexual abuse or rape. One pathologist said it could have resulted from bloating during decomposition, but her rectum was also prolapsed and no explanation has been forthcoming. Since her death, her Tumblr blog has been updated, and the source of the updates is in question. It could have been hacked, or possibly updated via her phone which was not recovered, having not been found with the body or in her hotel room. The most likely explanation though is that there were posts already queued, as Tumblr allows users to create posts ahead of time and schedule their release. Lamb's parents attempted to sue the hotel in 2013, filing a wrongful death suit. They claimed the hotel was liable, having failed to inspect and seek out hazards in the hotel that presented an unreasonable risk of danger to guests. The hotel argued it could not have foreseen someone entering the water tanks and had locked doors to prevent roof access. Due to the fact that it is still unknown how Lamb got onto the roof and into the tank, the case was dismissed. The whole case has an eerie similarity to a film released in 2005 called Dark Water. The film is an American remake of a Japanese film based on a short story from 1996 by Koji Suzuki. The plot involves a mother and a daughter who move into a rundown building. The dysfunctional elevator combined with the discoloured water leads them to the water tank on the roof, where they discover the body of a girl who had been reported missing from the building the year previous. Also, Lamb's tragedy has inspired several similarly themed works, including Castle, where the episode Watershed has the eponymous character investigate the case of a young woman found dead in the water tank of the Cedric Hotel in Manhattan. Among the evidence is elevator surveillance footage. Lamb's story has also been the basis for an episode of How to Get Away with Murder, and American Horror Story allegedly bases its entire fifth season on the case. Creator Ryan Murphy said the season, set in a hotel in LA, was inspired by a surveillance video of a young woman who got into an elevator in a downtown hotel and was never seen again. Even more strangely, Elisa Lam is not the only person to have been found dead in a water tank. In 2005, Geetha Angara was believed to have been forced into a tank where she drowned in New Jersey. The case is unresolved. Also, Dabani Escobar was found dead in a water tank this year in Nuevo Leon in another unresolved case. What do you think? Well, yeah, it's not nice, is it? No. 
I know that when we started this podcast, we did talk about possibly doing this as yeah. an episode, but it was very close to when the Netflix series came out. So there was quite a lot of buzz about it. So. Yeah. And we kind of didn't want to be seen as jumping on the bandwagon kind of thing. Yeah, so. but also I just think it's a very delicate case. It is. In that there was, if you, I mean, we've condensed, or sorry, you have condensed a lot of sort of yeah. details. The Netflix series goes into way more. Yeah. Um, and it just seems like a really sad case of a, of a, a girl who comes off her meds and doesn't cope well with it being alone in a strange city where... Yeah, you know, in a in a particularly rough area of town as well. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, the video the video is is really quite chilling to watch. It's it is. it's very odd and depending it, it on makes you feel very uneasy. I've watched it like when I initially watched it, I was instantly I was like, oh, it's it's supernatural. Yeah, because that's like that was the vibe that everyone was giving off to start off with. Yeah, and then after a little bit, when I'd done a bit more research into the case, and they'd said, "Oh, she's off her meds," I was like, "Oh, she she seems twitchy. She she seems maybe she's either coming down or she's yeah. she's she's having the kind of reaction she, you would expect from yeah. somebody coming off some medication." And then it was like, "Oh well, they've tampered with the speed of it, so oh, she's yeah. going to look twitchy because if they've sped it up or slowed it down, slowed it's it going to look odd. It can make you yeah, uh, you it it's." really freaky how different and odd you look even by speeding Just, up yeah. a little bit or a little, yeah, yeah. You know, or slowing down a little bit and that's one of the things that i you know generally don't like in horror movies is when they do the yeah weird, yeah twitchy speed up when thing. they kind of shake their heads and then speed up the footage it looks yeah. really bizarre yeah. horrible horrible that's like literally the one thing that makes me go but um, <laughs> <laughs> so when they said that i was like oh okay well, that kind of makes sense. If she's not coping well and she has previously had hallucinations, you don't know what she saw, yeah. who she was, like, or and what she was, was trying to get away hospitalized from. hospitalised for that at least once kind yeah. of thing where she just couldn't cope. And then the whole thing with them, like, oh, we don't know how she got in there. It's like, okay, so you've got this massive hotel. I mean, it's a massive place. Mm. And it does have a fire escape that is, you know. That leads to the roof. With, yeah. with multiple entrances and exits. Which is weird because you'd think the roof would be about the last place you'd want to be in a building fire because the heat travels up. Yeah, so you want to get but, to the ground floor and okay, get away. But if you're if there's a fire on the, the fifth floor and you're on the sixth floor, but you can't get down to the down to the ground to get out the best place is to go up and then hope and that hope they can the, they can you. rescue from the roof like, from yeah i suppose yeah that makes sense and you might actually just be able to stay out of the way yeah until they put the you know the fire out but there's so much access to the roof that yeah. yes the, the, in, the interior staircase is all locked but you can't have a fire escape locked no in case of emergency that's the whole point of it yeah and yes they've got an, like an alarm on the outside oh sorry on the inside yeah if you're like, I mean, it's uh, obviously the the Netflix series, as you say, they interview the hotel manager at the time, and she goes into bits and pieces, and she's very defensive of the hotel. Yes, she is very um, much so, but she also because I don't think she works there anymore. No, I don't think she does. But she still sort of feels very attached to it. You can see she, you can she tell. worked hard there. I get the feeling yeah. that it was a very difficult job because of the position and the kind of and the people. And that she were was behind there. the rebranded, didn't they? Because it was the Cecil, and then they they changed it to stay on Main, and they tried to revamp it. Was, it, and it was like a section of re- it. Wasn't yeah, it? they did. Like so they had like one bit. half of the hotel was kind of for 
you know, homeless people spending what, the like, night like or transients. Well. Yeah. And then the other half was the, tried to get back to its kind of swanky origins, which but was it's like, all but like, you know, student interesting backpackers. But odd. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. And, and they it were was, kind of marketing it to students. And she did they, a lot of work on the website yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, she's invested time and, and possibly money as well, maybe not her own, but Who money knows? in doing those kind of things. So she's going to feel quite attached to it. But what if she was taken from, because they said the dogs led to a window. Yeah. You go from that window, up a fire escape, into another room somewhere. Yeah. If it's, because it was January, February, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know what season that is. It's Northern Hemisphere, so it's the same as us. Okay, so yeah. it's probably going to be a lot of rain. And uh, snow. Yeah, poss- possibly snow. So that generally washes away. Uh, no, because it's LA, so no. Okay, it's going to be. They be don't really have weather in LA. They just have sunshine have all year I round. Mean, for us, we'll be having like monsoon. Yeah. We'll have thunderstorms. We'll have sun. Hail, sleet. Hail, sleet. All in the same day, this Wind. is. And then we'll this is why English people <laughs> talk about the weather so much, is because we have five or six different types in a day sometimes. Anyway. So anyway, I'm just, I was just thinking, could like rain wash away scent off the? But then they can't really send a dog up the fire escape. But it's can they? but it's also interesting that they didn't the dogs didn't catch her scent on the roof because they went up onto the roof. Unless her body was moved thereafter. Well, that's a possibility. Because this is what I was saying: if they go out the fire escape up to a different room on a different floor, yeah, just inside, they haven't taken the dogs out onto the fire escape to see where it goes. They just and it know, might be a room just, where they weren't allowed access due yeah. to not having. And probable they just assume that she's gone up to the roof and go up to the roof. Oh no, she's not here. There's no scent of her. Oh, we'll go yeah. away. And what was it? Twenty days later, something like that. Yeah, it's like oh, we found her here. So like, well, that's why the dogs didn't find her scent on the roof because at that point she had to have been in the tank for a while though according to that kind of the amount of bloating that happened to the body and and marbling on the all it has to all they have to do is literally if you've searched somewhere and you have to search again yeah you're going to go well i'll go somewhere a little bit different this time Mm. you're not going to go oh i'm going to look for this person i'll look for them in the garden oh they're not in the garden hmm the next day i'm going to look for them again where shall i look for them I'll look for them in the garden. No, you're going to go, oh, I'll go in the kitchen this time. I'll go in the, yeah, yeah. you know, that. Yeah. And then all it takes you is You assume that, you've done that That bit. night, literally, or that the next day, yeah. the next more, literally, as the police leave, you go, right, they looked up there already. Now's when I moved the body. Yeah. Yeah. They're never going to find my body, are they? You've got it all <laughs> planned out. Like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> fine. I'm Make vegan, it quick. honest. It's fine. Well, you'll do the thing where you either... You either make you in a pie. No, no. You either bury me down and then put like a dead animal on top. Yep. So that when the dogs scent, they and, dig down and they find and a, they and find the dead animal plant. and go, oh no, it was that. Never mind. And off they go. And I'm like another three feet under, or like you say, a rare plant. So that no, they I'm legally gonna, aren't allowed to disturb you know the earth. Like, you're like you're what's it called when you kill a zombie you have to double tap yeah so what i'm going to do is i'm going to go to a graveyard find a freshly dug grave yeah i'm like that's got a coffin in it already because sometimes they put them in there don't they and just leave them there overnight or whatever put you underneath the coffin yeah and then go back later on once they've buried it and then put another plant on top so you're going to be underneath the coffin under there that would look a bit weird, the- though, having a rare plant on top of a grave, though. No, you don't know. Like, do, do I not? No, oh. I'm just going to randomly start going around and planting <laughs> rare plants. And then, you see, they won't be able to clear the cemeteries either. So I, I think that's a oh, bit blimey. dodgy as well when yeah. you start clearing them like that. Well, make um, it something pretty, like those little purple orchids that look like a naked man with his willy out. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> 
I was thinking more like a Venus flytrap. I oh, don't know. They wouldn't okay. grow in this country. I don't think they're protected either. Some kind either. of poison ivy. Yeah, poison oak, something like poison that. Poison oak, yeah. Something that's going to, like, you know, or just, you know. Just no. nettles. No, no. Potato. Potatoes, yeah. <laughs> no, because that won't work, because you'll, you'll, you'll have to come back and harvest them. You won't let po- potatoes just wither in the ground. It would no. be like blasphemy. And they'll be like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, these potatoes remind me of Mikey's face. And have possibly been <laughs> fed nutrients oh, by on, him. This one is his face. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the eyes on that. Shrunken head. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway. Anyway, um, yeah. No, it's a, it's yeah, a very sad it's a, story. It is. I, I think, in all honesty, it's a... A tragic case of a girl who stopped I mean, taking her bipolar meds, had hallucinations. But also, there was the offshoot had a psychotic stories, episode. Weren't, weren't there? Do you yeah. remember the offshoot stories? Basically, there was the the guy who was a metal singer. Oh and, yeah, and he stayed in in the Cecil. Yeah, and people found out he'd stayed in the Cecil in January slash February or whatever, and were like, "Oh my god, it was you because you're a metal singer and you must worship." And the therefore. Devil. Satanist, yeah. And then and he got hounded and hounded and hounded. Yeah, and it that was terrible. Out, do you remember? It turned out that it wasn't even that year. It was the previous year he'd stayed Oh, there. God, I didn't remember that And they that just detail. saw the month and went, it was you. Yeah. And to the point where they interviewed him and he said, I don't sing anymore. I don't yeah, do music. Yeah, literally. Like, ruined his life. It ruined his life. Congratulations, dinguses. You've, you've gone exactly wrong. These bloody armchair what's-its. Yeah. And then there was the the couple who, in their interview, like with the news oh, company, oh yeah, that had brushed their teeth with the and water, w- and were just there going, Ooh. yeah, we were drinking it, and and we were using it to brush our teeth and thinking it tasted a bit funny. I'm like you've literally- as soon as it tastes funny, you Stop. do not do anything if else with fun- it. You complain, you get a colour. new room or whatever. Bottled water is a yeah. thing, and it's like even like showering in it is like a. Why would you shower in dirty water? Yeah. Me, if it's coming like, out you know, like I'd a weird colour and smelly, wipes. maybe don't shower in it. Like, you no. numpty. It's like so bizarre. Honestly. Like, that's that's basically people soup. These are the exact sort of people that we have warning labels for. Yes. You know, these don't drink the shampoo. Even though it smells quite nice, it's not actually a food. It's chemicals. <laughs> it's the candy floss flavoured soap. Isn't oh. candy floss. That always reminds me of the the, the meme I saw where uh, and who knows if it's true or not, but there was that craze for people eating mm. detergent Tide Pods. Tide Pods, oh And there my was God. the guy who walked up in, walked up an aisle in a supermarket in the, in the US and there was a woman eating a Tide Pod and he just looked at her and she went, I'm going to pay for it. And he was like, that's not really my problem. It's like you, that's you not are. the issue that I have with this. This is like, you, you know. You pay for it in the hospital. You're not supposed to be eating it, <laughs> By you dying. Muppet. <laughs> yes, so it looks like a chewable candy. But no, it's not. It's not that hard. I know people are stupid, aren't they? Would you like to sit on my lap? We got to that time of the evening. Come on. Come on. Grumble plus. Yeah, those were the two that stuck in my head. Just yeah. The, the, the people that had been, you drinking. know, brushing their teeth in and just, body water. And, and I'm like, you, but you've already been told what it is and you're admitting it. Yeah. It's like I'd I'd want to like scour that from I'd be literally I, I would be I'd be eating Tide Pods to clean out my <laughs> mouth <laughs> just to like get rid of like no no just chewing on soap bars that's it just yeah. like just and bleaching my eyes and my body and just everywhere just oh. you know just oh god yeah just and and then to go on TV and go yeah we did that like why would you ever just stop it 
Really? That's Maybe how you want your 15 minutes of fame? To be fair, really? Though, they were probably in shock. In all, all honesty, if you if someone comes yeah, up to but you they and got said, interviewed years later. No, no, though. this was on the doorstep of the hotel. No, there wasn't. No, the, the the couple that were interviewed were in a in a when the documentary was made. It was years later, and they went and found these people. And it, when I'm you, sure we no, saw it a wasn't. part of it when it, it was a news thing. They were coming out of the door of the hotel. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Still. Well, yeah. I mean, they might have gone back to the hotel to do, say, right, we'll meet you there and we'll do some pickup shots where we. But I don't think it was at the time, which is what I mean. It's like, why would you then, t- like, if that had been me, I'd, and they, they contacted me and said, "Oh, you were staying. Did anything uh, weird no. happen? Nope. Nope. Nothing. Nope. No. I nope. walked in there. All and, fine. And walked right out again. Yeah. No, we only stayed the one night. Bye bye. No. Although to be fair, that would make you look guilty as well. Yeah, we stayed the one night. It was the night she went missing. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think sadly it's it is just a tragedy and a terrible one at that of a young woman who I, just had a psychotic episode and I don't know I don't know why she would climb this fire escape I don't know why she would get in the tank and think that was a good idea because once you're in there it's got to be hard to get out. See, there was one thing where you said and I was like I'm not sure I remember it being reported that way. She said about the lid. Yeah. And we were saying oh the lid was open. Yeah. I'm sure that afterwards it came out that he had opened it, so the lid was actually closed. You might and, be right, actually. And then yeah. they were saying, "Well, how would she have closed it? Because if you like, they open all the way out. Yeah. How would you do that from inside? From inside, you'd be because like you'd be treading water or like, hanging, or you'd have to like, oh, yeah. and then reach over and. Be, I don't know. Go I don't know. And According to she- Wikipedia, he said it was open when he got there, okay. and it didn't mention anything else. But you're right. I don't know if the Netflix documentary mentioned something else or not. I can't remember. Yeah, there was that. But also, I'm sure as well at the time, I saw a thing where there was one of those weird, freaky coincidences. Mm. And it, it might have been the Dark Water yeah. film, where the, all the names and things, like, mirrored each other. Yeah, I don't know if the Dark Water film, there were any names that mirrored hers. No. Because in the American something. remake, it was Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, I know. But there was something happened. Like some, okay. there was either a story or a short, like a something happened where I, I, I'm almost certain it was like her name was Elisa Lamb. This person's name was like not Lamb Elisa, but it was like yeah. really, really like a, almost like an anagram or yeah. something. And it was like it just mirrored, and like had this kind of it was so creepily yeah. close that they were like how, and it just was, the just the fact that you know her, her kind of death, pretty much went by the plot of the movie really almost yeah yeah but weird to find out as well that a similar things happened this year yeah 2022 I mean, and there's a woman found in i can't remember what it said it was now but it was i think it might have been venezuela or colombia or somewhere we don't really have those somewhere kind of south america here, do, do not, we? not not as really much something no. we, we have no. we but have big concrete ones out in fields yeah exactly that's like that's what we have so I find it, but I find it just, I find it weird that they'd be accessible to people who didn't have, you know. Well, in theory, they shouldn't have been. Or, they shouldn't have been, should they? But the, like but, the door, the door to it should have had a padlock on it. Well, they said the door was locked. No, no, the door to the roof was locked. Yeah. It had an alarm on it. But the door to the actual water tank. Because it's like the, the, the top. But again, if, if you're thinking that there's passcodes and locks on the doors, nobody should be able to get up there. You don't need to lock but, them. Like, the thing is, though, from this case, now they should. Yeah, maybe. So people, but then I suppose it depends where you're from and 
to what level of security. It all comes down to yeah. money as well, doesn't it? At the end of the day. Yeah. But. And we don't we don't have water towers like that because we get a lot of rain for one thing. True. So we have reservoirs and and like I say, the big concrete water tanks every now and again, like weird spaceships. Yeah. Yeah. That are that are really pretty big. Yes. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Reminding me of that horrible. Yeah. Horrible case. Yeah. Um, I would recommend if you do want to find out more about it, watching the Netflix series because it was. I don't know if it's still on there though. It is as far as I, yeah, because I checked it this morning. Actually, but, it's on. Well, it's on Netflix UK at the moment. I don't yeah. know where else it is. And it's hopefully it but is. get ready to shout at the TV. But yeah, it's the the documentary is not without its detractors either because there's always the thing of well they missed this bit out or they yeah. misrepresented that bit or they took my statement out of com- context and you know. All the usual kind of stuff that you hear about any documentary that's ever made, ever. Ever. But yeah, that's it's it's not a bad watch. Also, obviously, there are plenty of other places to get more information. Wikipedia, for one. The link's in our show notes. There's lots of websites there. I've also included a link that's basically just about the Cecil Hotel and how many deaths have occurred there. Yeah. It's... Staggering, yeah. I'm guessing. But the thing is, they, they, she said in the interview, didn't she, she said, like, there are you know, times that homeless people just come in and i guess it's just such a a relief to have a bed for the night that the body just goes ah oh. i'm done yeah 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 and plus people doing things like overdosing in hotel rooms because they've got yeah. a bit of privacy oh you know this was another you said that the american horror story yeah. hotel well that's that was based on my guy weren't it with his murder hotel in part but but also the the guy said it was that's kind of what inspired the idea and then obviously they they found out about hh homes as well and went oh let's incorporate some of that stuff yeah so i think basically took anything bad that ever happened in a hotel and put it in that yeah yeah um, and then just threw in some some vampires and some drugs and i don't know i don't watch it it's not for me i don't know all the all the series is, is, is a different. I hate that note. All the different seasons se- seasons <laughs> are different though. Yeah. So you might not have enjoyed the first one. Yeah, I don't the, know. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't think it's for me. Okay. Well, I I have enjoyed them. Yeah. Okay. But yes. Many uh, thanks. You're welcome. So, if you've got any thoughts on the Cecil Hotel or the Cecil Hotel or anything else, really, you can. Let us know. Yep. We're on Facebook. Yep. As Stories of Strangeness, just look us up. There's a group and a page. You can post on whichever one you like. I don't really mind. And then we're on Instagram at Stories of Strangeness. And we're on Twitter at So Strange Pod. Yeah. And next up, we're going to do a minisode for our Patreon, which we haven't done in a little while. Yeah, well, we have just come back from our very, very long break, haven't we? We have, yeah. So, yeah, Patreon, you can find us on there. There's still there's quite a backlog of previous episodes. Yeah, all, all our previous minisodes are available. There's even a free one on there about what's his face, the what's goblin dude face? on YouTube, <laughs> Irwin Saunders. The there we are. Dude. Oh. Sorry, not goblin. It's not what, pixies, pixies and, and elves and, and, and yeah, fairies, yeah. things like that. that. Yeah, yeah. So Patreon. Do they just go onto Patreon and search for us? Yeah, I don't know. just search for stories of strangeness. You'll find us. There's two um, tiers, isn't there? Yeah, there's yeah. a pound a month, which is just to say, thanks, we enjoy you making content and we'd like to offer you a little bit of money. And there's three pound a month, which gets you all the extras. So yeah, that will be the minisodes, there's time-lapse, there's outtakes, yeah. 
outtakes. I don't know what There's else. There's a burp super cut of God, all the times we burped. Yeah. Yeah. Still working on version two. I've only burped once though this episode. <laughs> I've got to I've got to drink more fizzy drinks while I'm while we're recording, I guess. Just too boring. Yeah. Must um, be. Yeah, so thanks for tuning in. Yep. We'll see you again soon, I'm sure. Hopefully. Yeah. As long as I'm not buried somewhere under a rare plant. Or a potato. Or a potato. All right. Well, on that note, (laughs) it's time for us to sod off. (laughs) See you later. Bye. Love you. Thank mm-hmm. you.